Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Carrie Tepidino. Carrie has made her mark as one of the leading women's personal development coaches and trainers. Carrie struggled with low self-esteem, a lack of self-worth, and poor body image, which spiraled into a personal battle with an eating disorder. This journey led her to a poignant and defining moment in her life where she got to make a decision to continue down a path of unhappiness and poor health or find the freedom and happiness that her soul always craved. Through deep study of personal development, leadership, holistic health, nutrition, Ayurveda, yoga, meditation, and breath work, Carrie created her powerful sacred self system, which helped her go from rock bottom to where she is today, loving a life that she never thought could be possible for her. She's influenced over 150,000 people worldwide in mindset mastery, emotional intelligence, loving themselves, and believing that with the proper mentorship, community, and strategies, anything is possible. So you're about to meet my dear friend and soul sister, Carrie Tepidino. While there are so many great reasons why you need to know about her and her work, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted you to get to know her was to learn how intentional she is at creating transformation. It's likely that you know lots of people who are hanging on to their stories, which keep them small, safe, and stuck. But Carrie is an example of someone who makes a decision more like a declaration and sets out to get it done. Get ready to be inspired, and I hope you realize that as Carrie says, you're one thought away from everything you want. Here's Carrie. Okay, everybody, you know, you know, I always say this is going to be a great episode, but this really is. We have my dear friend, Carrie Tepidino here. She is, when it comes to um, self-love, emotional mastery, uh, mindset, I don't know if there's anyone better. So I'm so grateful that you're here with us. Welcome, Carrie. Uh, thank you. You're not only one of my business besties now, but we've become super close. Just uh, personally, you know, we talk pretty, we, we basically talk every single day on text now and have for so. a long time. So um, it's just so nice to be here. I know the work you're doing with betrayal and transformation and oh my God, it's just such a huge topic and, and I'm, I'm just so honored to be here. So thank you. Thank you so much. So let's get started. Let's get started with you. So, so my listeners, my viewers have an idea of who you are, what you're all about, because we're going to be yeah. diving into a lot of those topics I just mentioned. So let's get started with you. Tell us, tell us what brought you to who you are today. Yeah. Okay. It's such a good place to start, right? Because I think um, just having a little bit of insight of on why is this person even talking to us, right? Is is powerful. And usually it comes, you know, the, you create your pain, you take your pain and you make something powerful from it. But um, you know my story, but in a nutshell, I was an emotional eater. I had a full-blown eating addiction. I was 45 to 50 pounds heavier than I am today. And uh, a lot of, a lot of um, intimacy issues. I kept people at arm's length, a lot of trust issues. I mean, self-confidence, you know, like the, it could go on and on. And uh, it's been a, it's been about two decades. So it's been a while since I was on the other side of it, um, which is why I do the work I do today, helping women with their transformation. But it, it came down to a, a scary evening 
where I was super stressed at work before I had this company, super stressed at work and up against the deadline. I was scared, like, you know, oh, I'm going to let my peers down. And what is my boss going to think of me? I was, and what I did was I emotionally ate. And then I was a, I was a perjurer at the time as well. So I would eat to try to relieve stress and, and feel more comfortable. And then I remember that night I walked down the long hallway to my bathroom. I could even see, feel like my feet going into the plush carpet as I go down that hallway and try to purge it out. And of course that never really works. So all of our friends here, you know, it doesn't really work. And then found myself curled up crying on my cold white tile bathroom floor. And I knew in that moment, I knew I was killing myself, not just spiritually, but physically because my heart was racing, my electrolytes were off balance. Um, one of my best girlfriends in college, her mom had died of an eating disorder because her organs failed. So I had a very personal experience someone you know once removed from me in regards to like oh my gosh i am truly killing myself yeah. and uh you know rock bottom right there and i had a decision to make either keep doing this and you know what's going to happen or pick yourself up and and do the work and thank God something inside of me picked me up and i ended up traveling the world studying with monks um deep meditation work, breath work, you know, Ayurvedic work with doctors in India, just, just really went for this huge adventure and journey coming back to myself. And on the other side of that, my business pretty much birthed itself on the other side of that. Um, because, you know, once you, once you crack the code, you just want to, you feel responsible to give it away. Just, As you know, you just want to share it with everybody, but you yeah. know, isn't it, that, that's that, that dark night of the soul. Yes. Like where you just crash, but they said, what's that? Is, is it Rumi? When, when the, I always botch up quotes, but something like that, <laughs> the crack is where the light shines through. It's something mm. like that. Mm. And it's in that darkest moment that we, it's that, you know, I, I've heard it called a psychological earthquake where now mm. your world is compartmentalized into two camps before it happened, after it happened. And you have a decision to make. What do right. I, I see things so clearly. What mm -hmm. do I want to do with this now? So, mm -hmm. and that sounds like that was the case for you. So was it, was there a first step? Like, I'm just going to get my eating together or what was the first step out of it? Yeah, well, the eating is just a symptom to something deeper going on, right? Which is a lot of the work that you do here as well. And so um, in, a, in a way, it was about eating because it was just about like creating a different relationship with my food. But but that was really symbolic of creating a different relationship with myself. So first step is, is really get the right people around you that are going to, going to hold you higher, that are going to, you know, um, keep you like help support you stay at a higher vibe in your conversations. Like, what are you focusing on? And, um, so getting the right people around you and being in conversations just like this, you know, in, in even for our friends who are here with us today, it's not, you don't have to have an eating disorder to get the transformation. Like your vice might be overworking. It might be recreational drugs, or it might be drinking or smoking or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, most of us have a vice unless until, and unless we've done the work. And even then we can fall back on it. And then it's just about course correcting, 
you know, faster and faster and faster. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and it's so true. And I found those vices could be food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, keeping busy, reckless behavior like mine. It used to be emotional eating and then it was keeping busy. And I had such a good excuse because I had all these kids and all these dogs, but it wasn't, I wasn't even busy with all of them. I was keeping busy because I didn't want to take a look at certain things. Right. So a really good, uh, what I invite everybody to do, just based on what you heard so far, see, ask yourself, call yourself on it. Are mm -hmm. you numbing and distracting? If so, how, what are you doing? You know? So, okay. So you got uh, in, you, the, you got the right type of support. How, right. how did you feel just, just with the support there? Did you feel like, okay, I, I now I'm on a kind of a new path. Like what happened? Yeah, but even that took time. And, it, and really quickly, before we get into this conversation, can we talk about busy really quickly? Because I know a lot of our friends here are in that busy excuse or that busy mindset. But I'll make a quick note to what happened after support. Um, so what I've learned with busy and the reason why I want to dive into this is because I'm just thinking of all of our friends here and a lot of them have that excuse of I'm too busy or I'm going to stay busy or I don't have the time. And what I've realized with that one after working with thousands and thousands of women is, um, it's not that we don't have the time and that we're too busy because I did the same thing. And you've, as you know, because you, this is part of your process too, mm -hmm. but it's really about like, if that's, if that's the conversation that keeps coming up, the resistance that keeps coming up, it's about intimacy mm -hmm. and it's about not, not allowing yourself to slow down enough to get intimate with yourself, to ask the bigger questions. Like, who do I want to be as a woman I respect in the world? For you and me i know maybe we have some men here as well but who do i want to be as a woman i respect in the world and what do i want my life to look like and am i willing to do whatever it takes to make it happen right so that i think here in the western world like you know in this information age busy and time this just it's almost like a badge of honor yeah. and we've all been there right i did it too and it's in most people don't understand that's actually an intimacy conversation. Then they think intimacy is in like sexual intimacy. And it's like, no, intimacy has many different bases and being quiet with yourself is intimate. Being in touch with yourself, being connected with yourself is, is a form of intimacy. Yeah. Right. And so, um, that's such a great um, point. It's such a great point because I think we're so, we stay busy because if we stop, those thoughts that we're so so busy trying to outrun have a chance to catch up. Yes, and, and that then, can be terrifying. Right, right, because we have to listen. And I love the idea. I love how you said it. Just really about coming up with these questions to see who do I want to be. Like yes. we don't realize we have a choice in this. You know, mm -hmm. we we have all of these beliefs set from when we're so young. But if we, the, the beauty of being an adult is you can take a look and say, you know what, that no longer serves. What mm -hmm. do I want now? Mm -hmm. that, that, that's a great realization. Okay. So mm -hmm. let's get back to now. So you have yeah. the support, you're feeling a little bit better. Yeah. What happened? What happened next? Because I what want everybody to, to know, here's our very real journey. 
Yes, it's a very real journey and it doesn't happen overnight. So a huge part of this success formula is throw in a large dose of patience, a large dose of compassion for yourself and realize like you didn't get to where you are overnight. And so why would we put such pressure on ourselves to unravel it and heal from it overnight, right? It's a, it is a journey. It takes time. For me, it took years. For me, I'm still on the journey. You know you and I have very intimate conversations I am still on this dang journey and I always will be and it's like that that uh quote I don't I'm forgive me I don't know who says it but um who started it but when I when I stop growing I die right so why why would we not want to be the student um but for me personally it was finding the right people, finding the right mentor for me who had been there, done that, been in my shoes and gotten out of it, mm -hmm. right? I'm out of that situation because I wanted somebody who didn't just read it in a textbook. I wanted somebody who had been there, done that and understood why I had the monkey mind conversations in my head because they had been there too and gotten to the other side. So that was number one for me. And and then it was um, having the right strategies in the right order, you know, and, and we don't have to reinvent the wheel here, ladies, you know, like, you know, the, the wheel has already been invented. And so it's really about finding who do you resonate with, who has been on that journey that you're on, and they're at least two steps ahead of you, mm -hmm. and they can give you their, their solutions, I say, on a silver platter, and what you get to do is you get to run with them, right? You get to run with those strategies and, and lean in and not lone wolf, and um, so that's exactly what happened for me. Yeah. So what was there something you remembered where you were like, wow, that, that really moved the needle for me. Like it was that uh, course book thought leader where you were like, I really needed to learn that. And you just shortened my learning curve by a couple of years. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's interesting because I was just on um, I was on a call this morning with an emergency call with a client who something with her daughter. And I was sharing this as well. Like the person that helped me in that moment was somebody who, who actually, I don't think anybody here would even know, but, and I don't even know how I got turned in, tuned into her actually. Um, I haven't been in contact with her for years and years and years, but it was a woman who had broken an addiction. You know, she broken an eating addiction. She also had a drug addiction, all that. I, I didn't, um, thank God I didn't have to deal with all of that as well. But, um, but she was that person who could see me. Mm -hmm. She was that person who could, who understood when the other people in my life didn't because they hadn't experienced what I was going through, like my sister and my mom, you know, they hadn't ever experienced what I was going through. And so um, she was that North star for me for, I don't know, maybe, maybe the first year or so. And, um, but not only her, it was also all those monks I studied with abroad. It was, you know, it was myself. I was my greatest teacher. My pain was my greatest teacher. And um, God, I, I call it, I call that energy God. And so, you know, I always say God is not only my business partner, he's like, he's my partner in everything, right? He's my partner in everything. And so it was that continuous dropping into myself to connect to something 
deeper and higher than myself and and just keep i just kept reminding myself there's something bigger going on here yeah there's something bigger going on i I love that and you know you know what i love about what you said i think it's so important when someone sees you capital s sees you you know and we and and especially when we don't have the ability right at that time to see ourselves it's almost like you know trust in me only until you could trust in you it's that it's that idea that here's somebody who sees more for you than you have the ability to see for yourself and when you do it's just it's just amazing so these people are here to just show you who you are so working with that person and, and then being with the monks what's because i'm always interested in what's going on mentally physically what changes were you noticing as you were you were doing this work well i yeah you know what there was a defining moment for me um i remember one day i just slowed down because i had avoided mirrors forever Mm -hmm. i had avoided my reflection in windows walking by shopping windows or anything avoided being in pictures because i didn't like the way i didn't like me i didn't like the way i looked and stuff and i remember one day there was a defining moment where i just stopped and i got really close to the mirror and i and i looked the woman back, you know, which was me, I looked her in the eyes and I just slowed down enough to see her. And I remember crying because I felt a wave of grief that I had be- I had abused her for so long. I felt a wave of sadness. You know, I felt a wave of remorse and, you know, I, I apologized to her for treating her the way that I had been treating her for so long and that was it that was a huge moment for me and it was also a moment where I got to make a brave declaration to her and about what we were going to create from that point forward and um and also I got to really learn to trust her which is me trust that I can have my own back no matter what Mm -hmm. and so you know, I, that was when I started to form a different, a truly different relationship with myself, which is the foundational piece of all transformative work is your relationship to yourself. And it was, it was, uh, it was profound. And I got to move from a moment of grief and sadness. I got to feel all the feels and I got to move into gratitude that she had my back. She never left me, you know, she was always there. And, um, that was a, that was one big moment that really happened and it was, um, monumental pivotal, you know, and what's so, what's so interesting about that is that type of mirror work, there are people who avoid that like the plague. It can be sure. so painful to, to look sure. at ourselves in the mirror. Isn't that so sad? But but that's how a lot of people walk around. And I just want everybody listening, watching to recognize the, the bravery in something like that and mm. the willingness, because it's only in the willingness to do something different do you get something different. So mm. here you, you made that declaration where you were like, that's, that's it. I'm going to mourn. I'm going to grieve and all of that. And now it's time for action. And that's the piece where instead of, instead of, yes, we have our story and that's nice and all, 
But instead, now I could do something really, really powerful with it. Now I'm the heroine of my story. I'm the hero sure. of my story instead of right. being the victim. So, and that is one of the most powerful pieces, I think, when it comes to transformation. So then, so here you are. Now you're like, that's it. This is who we are. We are yes. building this new version of us. Yeah. What happened after that? And then let's really dive into uh, more mindset stuff. Well, it, I mean, it took a lot of time. It was constantly showing up. So it was showing up on a consistent basis, on a daily basis. And, it, and you know, when you've treated yourself so poorly or even like treating, so maybe our friends here didn't actually binge and purge or whatever, um, or drink a bottle of wine every night. Maybe it didn't look like that. But even if there's a toxic conversation going on in your, your head about I'm not good enough, I should be different than who I am, um, you know, why can't I ever get it right i mean that's it that's even abuse that mm -hmm. is abuse and so um for me what it was was starting to show up on a daily basis out of love like and i remember like for so long i was obsessed how i looked and was i skinny enough and did i look good in those jeans or what's my butt look like compared to hers or whatever it was right and i i just like i finally just let all and i I could care less if I'm skinny. I just want to be happy. Yeah. Boom. And that's when things started to shift again, right? Because then all of a sudden I was making decisions on being happy. I was making decisions from loving myself mm -hmm. versus needing to be something that I wasn't or thinking I wasn't. So how did you call yourself on it? Because we have so many thoughts throughout the day. And if we've played that tape so long, yeah. it's, it's so subconscious. We don't even know we're criticizing ourselves so often. Right. Was there something you did or just a method you used or something where you could be like, all right, stop that, Carrie. Just now we're going to say this instead. Yeah, well, um, so you, got, you probably know the rubber band exercise. Yeah. So just... For our friends here who might not know it, get a rubber band. I don't have one at my desk, but get a rubber band on your wrist. Every time you hear yourself having a negative thought, boom, snap that, snap that rubber band, immediately replace it with something positive. And if you can't think of anything, just like find something. I'm grateful that the sky is blue. I'm grateful or whatever, you know, um, preferably you take that negative thought that you're having and you do what we call a turnaround and you create something positive from that specific negative thought. But if you can't, if it's that difficult in the beginning, just find gratitude for something, mm -hmm. right? So, so um, I'm not going to get into all the science based science around it, but based Basically, your brain is shooting off um, messages and the neurons are shooting off messages and they're, they're connecting and wherever they're connecting, they're shooting off messages and they're creating connections. And these are getting stronger and stronger and stronger the more you think about those, those the more you think those same thoughts. So what we're doing is we're basically sidetracking so that I'm not good enough snap we're sidetracking that message so we're we're creating a different neural pathway i'm not going to get into all the science but that's really really basic mm -hmm. but um what you want to do okay yeah. what you want to do is you want to start you want to start forming a positive mindset and uh and that is critical so you know and deb you know i so i'm the ceo and founder of the one thought away project and with that project i mean you're one thought away from you're one thought away from healing or being sick you're one thought away from being happy or being sad you're one thought away from having a good day or a bad day 
right? And so really this mindset piece is critical. It's in, it's, it's a, it's a critical piece of everything we do with mm -hmm. our processes. And, um, and the reason is, is because everything is starting in the way that you think. Yeah. Everything. And it's intentional. This stuff just doesn't happen, you know, and I, and I, I really want to even focus on that a little bit more. It's not the kind of thing where you just say, okay, you know what, um, that's old and that's, I'm not going to deal with that anymore. And now I have this new mindset. It is, it's, it's work. It's intentional, yes. whether it's a rubber band or something, you know, that you're using just to create this new way of thinking. How do you know, how do you know when it's in place and when it's working? Well, I think that you would know when you start feeling happier, you know, you start to realize like, wow, I haven't snapped my rubber band that much today. I haven't snapped my rubber band this week at all, you know, and you start to catch yourself. Um, so also reminding our friends, it's, it's still working working, even if you're not doing it 100% of the time, right? So maybe right now you shoot for a 30-70%, you know, like 30% of the time I'm now catching myself, 40% of the time I'm now catching myself, and you work yourself up, you know, instead of going, oh, I'm not catching myself 100% of the time, I'm a failure, and you're just falling back into the old pattern again, right? So, um, that is definitely one way when you start to catch yourself being more of a glass half full than a glass half empty kind of person. And then also what I would say is by what you're attracting and what you're magnetizing towards you and the experiences that people are having of you and with you. You know, if you are always, if you're constantly up, being more uplifting and shifting your mindset, people are going to have a different experience of you. They're probably going to be less stressed around you. Maybe you get more invitations. People actually want to hang out with you again. You know, maybe your marriage heals or you find love or, you know, you're attracting abundance and your, your, your bank accounts overflowing now. Maybe you get that promotion. Maybe, you know, whatever it is, you're, the, the world around you will start to give you evidence of the shift inside of you if you stay consistent. I, I love that. And, and I, I, we speak the same language because I say your, your, your thoughts got you right here. Everything in your world is a representation of what you've been thinking so far. So if you want something different, it's going to take a new set of thoughts and set of beliefs and things right. like that. What are you, you know, looking, looking back now, what do you wish that younger version of you knew? Or what do you want to just make sure everybody else knows? Because so often with someone like you, you probably say, I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't have. I know. Right, I know. Because it's so true. And isn't that That's true? so funny? We would, we would take our traumas because of what we've learned from them. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, okay, so then what do you want to make sure everyone knows? I would want all of our friends here to know that it doesn't matter how deep the hole is that you've dug yourself into right now. It doesn't matter how old you are or young you are or overweight or skinny or you know, rich or poor. It, wherever you're at is perfect for this conversation. Wherever you're at, you did not miss the boat. That's what I would want you to know. You didn't miss that boat of healing that's happening for everybody around you, but not you. Like you can still get on the boat. And what it's going to take and demand of you, it's going to demand that you show up from here on out. 
You know, it's going to demand that you get yourself in conversations like this consistently. You know, you're tuning in that you're, you're, um, you're making sure you're surrounding yourself with people who, and I know right now it's kind of crazy. So surrounding yourself is on zoom. It's, you know, Facebook, it, you know, wherever it could be social media, whatever it is, but be really careful about who you're allowing to influence how you think. I mean, I'm very selective about who I let into my inner circle, my inner circle, you got to earn your spot there. Right. And I go to people who I consider trusted resources in regards to how they got from point A to point B. Right. So, um, that is the first thing that I would say is really get yourself in conversations like this consistently. It's, it's so true. Support and that it's intentional. This just does not happen. So you're up to a lot of really good things. Tell us what's going on, where we can learn more about you and what we should do next. Uh, well, we're having a ton of fun. I mean, um, so if you want to, we just put out our new gift. It's called Own Your Rituals over at carrytipadino.com. It's just a free gift, but that can help our friends start to form a different morning routine, like start your day in a different way. Mm-hmm. And, and we really focus on the sacred self, like the being in a, the sacredness of you connecting to yourself in a sacred way. Um, And then, of course, we have the Women's Total Transformation Summit. (laughs) Yeah, we have lined up the best speakers on the planet, Debbie Silber included, our host here. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are, we're going big. I mean, we've, we've brought on awesome people. We brought on many of our friends, JJ Virgin, Dr. Alan Christensen, uh, Dr. Marissa Snyder. We brought on Ariel Ford, Janet Atwood, it looks like Marcy Shimhoff. I mean, and then for Life by Design, Suzanne Evans, Allison Maslin. I mean, we have an insane lineup. Everybody, if you're not familiar with those names, to get all of those names in one event is just amazing. I I am honored to be part of it. Really, that's just, it's a a great, great lineup. You know, so often I'll be on a summit or something and and, and I'm I'm thrilled to do it, but yours, I want to watch every episode. I know, I know, right? Me too. I want to watch them too. (laughs) But um, the cool thing about the Women's Total Transformation Summit is we, it's only five days. So it makes it easy for people to tune in. It's a free online event, you guys. So this is for women, obviously. Men, we love you. Please go tell your wives, your girlfriends, your moms, your grandmas, your cousins, your everybody, your best girlfriends about it. But um, it's only five days. And so that's intentional. So we're going in, it's short, sweet, lasered, you know, let's make, let's have quick, easy results and make a difference. So day one is all about physical health. Day two is, um, mindset, mindset's part of all of it. Mindset's every day, Mm -hmm. but we have physical health. We have mental, we have emotional, we have spiritual, and then we have create your life by design. So in those five days, we are doing some wild, amazing, fun, transformative work with some of the best experts here on the planet right and uh and it's it's coming up it's right around the corner yes and i'm gonna have a link in the show notes and everything and and yeah you know what's so important about what you what you said it can be fun too it doesn't yes. have to be this grueling work it's just that you haven't done it yet it's only unfamiliar it's not that you can't do it you just haven't done it yet but transformation is you know it's it's you could look at it as scary, but no, it's, 
you, if you've been through something already, you owe it to yourself to do something really good with it. And I love yeah. that you're going to take us on that journey. So what do you just want to make sure everybody knows one, la one last closing comment? What do you want? Yeah. Them to Transformation is so much more fun with friends. So bring your girlfriends, <laughs> bring your girlfriends yeah. to the event. I mean, Deb here is like one of my main girlfriends for my transformative uh, conversation. So really it's, it, it like, you know, like Debbie was saying, it doesn't have to be scary. I mean, even if it's scary, let it be scary. Be courageous anyways. And let us, let us stand for you. Let us stand in the fire with you and for you. And, um, you know, you're going to spend those five days doing something. You might as well be intentional and put your purpose and your focus and your energy towards really changing the trajectory of your life. And, and you know what, and those of you who don't know Carrie as well as I'm blessed to know at this stage of the game, um, not that you have to bring them, but she just did something very, very, very <laughs> bold. <laughs> I did. And this is the kind of thing, see, this is where you say, what do I want my life to look like? What mm -hmm. matters to me now? Who do I want to be? And yeah. Carrie made a bold decision. You want to just share this and then we'll wrap it up? Yeah. So I have twins. I just had babies. I, I don't know if I show you. I don't know if you'd actually be able to see them, but you can go to my site. Uh, you go to my profile, but here they are. Look at them. Nuggets. Um, I have a six-year-old as well, but the two twins I had at 48 years old. And uh, so I'm almost 50 and I just had two beautiful babies. They're 10 weeks old, a little bit more than 10 weeks old. And, um, you know, the, the, the best ranked, uh, the number one fertility doctor in all of San Diego said at 39, I would never get pregnant. I was also told at 35, I would never get pregnant and, uh, and allow that to mess with my mind. And then I realized like, wait a minute, what am I doing? What am I choosing to believe? And uh, that happened when I was 41. So then I, two weeks later, I got pregnant with my first child. <laughs> and then, and then now, you know, five years later, six years later, um, again, I'm just like, you know, there's, why not? There's no reason why not. If, if I'm healthy, I take good care of myself. I'm on top of my mindset. Doesn't mean I'm perfect. I am relatable. Doesn't mean I'm perfect, but I'm focused and I'm clear about what I want with my life. And I don't take no for an answer very easily if it's something important to me. And that's mindset. That, so remember where we started this conversation with that girl on the bathroom floor, that white, that cold white tile bathroom floor in a ball crying mm -hmm. because she didn't believe in herself, right? And she didn't believe in the world having her back. And so that's where I started. And now here I am. And that happened because of this work. It really did. So not that our friends need to go get pregnant and have babies at 48 <laughs> or 50, but I'm just saying like, whatever that goal, that vision, that dream that you have, you have it for a reason. And it, it probably won't just fall in your lap. You know, it's, it, miracles don't happen to the lucky. They happen to those with a clear vision who are committed to making that vision happen. And then all of a sudden the miracle happens, That's right? It. That's exactly why I wanted you to share that with everybody, because I yeah. want everybody to know there's what you did was, was that was what you wanted. And you, you set your mind in the right place. You, you just created it based yeah. on who you want to be. 
And there are so many things that the people watching and listening that all of our listeners and viewers can be like, you know something? Okay, now's the time. And I know you inspired so many people with that. So thank you. Thank Thank you, my dear friends. I just adore you. And uh, just thank you for sharing your wisdom. And I can't wait to to be a part of your summit. We're going to have everything in the show notes and just have an amazing rest of your day and enjoy those beautiful, beautiful babies. Thank you. You too. And and I can't wait to see all of our friends at the summit. And uh, there's a ton of free gifts and giveaways and stuff. So go, go jump in that now. Don't put it off. Don't wait until tomorrow because tomorrow may not happen. You never know where your energy is going to go. And we'll see you guys there. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. You know what I love about this episode? It wasn't like Carrie was handed anything, a healthy relationship with food, herself, an incredible business. She created it through intention and a relentless pursuit to have what she wants. And you can do that too. Stay in touch with Carrie by going to kerrytepidino.com and we'll have all of her information in the show notes at thepbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast, including information about that amazing summit she made. Here's my biggest takeaway. You're one thought away from the body, health, business, relationships, life, and lifestyle you want. That one powerful thought is like the key that can put everything into motion, moving you towards what it is you'd love to achieve. Not saying it's easy, but either is having twins at 48, which Carrie is managing beautifully. I recently met those two cuties. They're precious too. Be sure to join us for our, her upcoming event, which you can find in the show notes with a link. And like the show, be sure to subscribe and please rate and review and share our podcast with whoever might benefit from knowing about it. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough.